In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is born. Glorify him. Christos genate. Voxaslate. This morning, the Sunday after the Holy Nativity of Christ, we read in the Gospel passage about the prosphigia, that is the, the escape of the Holy Family to Egypt in order to escape the evil design of Herod, so-called Herod the Great, that he was called by secular historians, but really Herod is a very, very evil man. And so the peop- the Joseph, hearing a dream, hearing in a dream, hearing the command of God through an angel in a dream, took the holy child and took the Theotokos and fled to Egypt. Unwittingly on Joseph's part, but completely known by God that this was going to fulfill the scripture, the prophecy that out of Egypt I will call my son. Again, once again, the many dozens and hundreds of proofs in the scripture of who Jesus Christ is, that he is truly the son of God and fully God's son and fully man. Now, in this morning's gospel, we have a, con- uh, a, con- a contrasting uh, two examples of two fathers of two patriarchs, let's say, of Herod the Great, the first example, a bad example, and St. Joseph called the betrothed, the husband of Mary and, and the protector of the Christ child. Now, these two men cannot be farther apart from each other, Herod and Joseph, right? Herod was a tyrant. Herod was a tyrant not unlike Stalin, not unlike Mao Zedong, not unlike Hitler. Herod was a paranoid megalomaniac. And like Kim Jong-un today, Herod was even a family slayer. He is called the great by ancient historians because of the things that he built. He, built, he rebuilt the temple in Jerusalem. He built the, the harbor at Caesarea. And he was a great builder. He built the fortress of Masada, that is a great fort that withstood the Roman army. So he's called great by the world. But he is really an evil man. He was a Machiavellian survival who did what he could to stay alive during tumultuous times. Think, he was the king during the time of Caesar, Julius Caesar. He was the king after Caesar was Overthrown, he was a friend of Mark Antony, an ally of Mark Antony. And when Mark Antony was overthrown, he was, he was, Mark Antony was, was uh, succeeded by Octavius, known as Augustus, Mark Antony's uh, enemy, arch enemy. And through all these different people, Herod is able to play the sides and able to remain alive and remain a friend of whoever was in charge. Herod was a, uh, a shrewd politician, but he was an orb, a warped and evil man, and Herod was only out for Herod, and Herod was all out to do what he had to do in order to survive. Now, the most notorious thing in the secular history of Herod is not what we commemorate today in the church, the slaying of the 14,000 innocents. Herod was most infamous in the ancient world because that he killed his four sons because he thought that they were conspiring against him. 
And he also killed three of his four wives for fearing that they were conspiring against him too. He was a person who killed his family. And in the ancient world, this was considered to be the worst thing that a person could do. So Herod was so notorious, he was such a murderer that Augustus Caesar noted about Herod. Herod, uh, Augustus said, I would prefer to be one of Herod's dogs than to be one of his sons. This is the kind of man that Herod is. So murdering the innocents, these 14,000 innocents, is well within Herod's um, Herod's ballpark of activity that he would do. Now, Herod, we will look to as the perfect anti-family man. He is the archetypical evil father. He is the patriarch of all that is wicked and worldly and unholy. He is the most degraded kind of man. He is the worst of all that is of all who are disobedient and selfish, and think about this, that God still allowed him to be the so-called king of Israel, the king of his own people, because even through an evil person like Herod, God's plan can work. Now, contrasting to Herod, we have St. Joseph, known as the betrothed of the Theotokos, And he was a man, Joseph was a man of faith and of peace. Notice during this whole time of this turmoil in Bethlehem, he heard, merely heard in a dream, the voice of an angel who said, take the child and flee. And what did Joseph do? He did not second guess. He did not think about what am I going to do with all my, my, my life and my stuff and my things in Bethlehem. He was simply obedient like Abraham was obedient and got up and took the family and fled to Egypt. Now, he did not get on a boat. He walked across one of the hottest deserts on the earth to go to Egypt. Egypt was no friendly place for a Jew to be. For a Jew to go to Egypt to look for solace and protection is like a Greek going to the Ottoman Empire or to Turkey to find redemption. So, so faithful this shows Joseph is in the word and the power and the providence of God. Now, Joseph again is the perfect family man. He's blessed, he's holy, he's content, he's an example of what makes a man, a woman, a child, a husband, a wife, a family, and a parish to be blessed. When a family member forgets his or own self and his or own ambitions and wants and submits to God's will, that person becomes sanctified. That person's life is sanctified. That person's family is pacified. And that parish is made a parish that is moving towards God. A true father, a true mother, a true child surrenders to God and surrenders to God's will, and by doing so, he transcends the ego, makes God his center, and becomes fulfilled. Now, Joseph may not have been impressive by worldly standards, and I would guess outside of the scripture and inside of the church, outside of the church, 
No one knows who Joseph the betrothed is. And Herod was the most famous of his time and known by many, many people even today. Yet he is the one who is the murderer, detestable by history. You know, Herod was so bad, and he knew that he was so hated by his own people that he gave instructions that when he died, Herod wanted thousands of people to be murdered on the day of his death so that there would be people crying on the day that he died. Not a good man. And Herod, by the historical accounts, died one of the worst deaths imaginable in the ancient world. Literally, his body, his, his intestines exploded. And he died a very ignominious, very infamous death as a true as a true gift of the evil that he did. Now Joseph trusted only in God's word. He crossed twice the hottest desert, going the desert, going to Egypt, and coming back. He was able to survive, and he, because of following God's will, and he fulfilled God's will, he fulfilled the prophecy, he fulfilled the purpose, and he protected, most of all, the Christ child in order for us to receive him today as our Savior. Now in closing, I have a question. Who wins? What kind of person wins in this world? Is it the Herods that win? Or is it the Josephs that win? Is it the person who is able to protect himself no matter what happens to have a very materially successful life in this world? to do what Herod had to do in order to succeed? Or is it Joseph who quietly followed the will of God and kept his life simple and simply followed God's divine direction? I posit, and I think that you will all, I hope, agree as Orthodox Christians, that Joseph's way is the way that ultimately prevails. Now, the Herods of the world may seem to win. And it even says in this, some of the Psalms, they may seem to win for a little while, but God's way and God working through his own people, those who are trust in him, eventually always win. They eventually and always outwit those who are worldly. So the Josephs always outwit the Herods. God wins despite the Herods of the world. And some closing points, three points. One, do not give in to the temptation that a a successful person in this world is one who succeeds according to worldly standards because the worldly standards are all turned around and screwed up. Number two, remember that holy families may seem to lose They may seem to not advance, but with God's grace and man's cooperation, holy people carry the day. The Herods may seem to win, but only for a time. And the third point, holiness will always outmaneuver wickedness. Holiness will always win. So the question that I leave with you today and I leave with myself Who is our patriarch? 
Is it the Herods of the, or the, the Herods of the world, or is it the Josephs of the world? Who do we have, and who do we seek to imitate?